0: Don't you remember yesterday I was saying to you that tomorrow we might go to Future World?
1: While we do our final systems check, please make sure your seatbelts are buckled and tray tables are in their upright
2: and locked positions.
0: It's time to celebrate! <laughs> Come on, everyone! W-W-Radio, your information
2: station.
1: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the w radio show your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 387 for the week of December 7th, 2014. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, videos, blogs, live events, my Walt Disney World trivia books, money-saving guide, and lots more. Whether you are a first-time visitor or have been to the park hundreds of times, you're planning a vacation or just love the history details secrets and stories there's something here for you and if you're a new listener go back check out some or all of the past episodes for interviews top tens reviews and more please subscribe to the show in itunes and check out wdwradio.com. so even though you may have visited epcot in walt disney world more times than you can count and think that you have seen and done it all chances are there are a few experiences, opportunities, and things to see, do, and yes, eat, that you may have missed. So, this week, I recorded live from Epcot to bring you the top 10 things you must do at Epcot, but may have never done before. I then, have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week Pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package Then stay tuned to the end of the show. I'll have some updates and announcements, including the time and location for December's Meet of the Month in Walt Disney World. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. know that Epcot Center, as we see it today, looks nothing like what Walt Disney envisioned as he daydreamed about his most exciting, most important part of his Florida project. And over the years, it's changed, grown, and even evolved to meet guest needs and interests. Far from a working city, it's instead a place of entertainment with a little bit of education sprinkled on top. But it's also like each of the other Disney parks, not just in Walt Disney World, but around the world. It is a truly wondrous place that, while visited over and over again by some people, isn't necessarily completely explored and enjoyed by everyone. So today, as we sit in Epcot Center, we're going to look at our top 10 things you must do at Epcot, but may never have in the past. And when you think of top 10s, you, of course, think that 10 doesn't really mean 10, that I'll likely somehow work food into the equation no matter what the topic is, And that Tim Foster from Celebrations Magazine will likely join me and undoubtedly ask you to go with him here, people. So, Tim, I want to welcome you home. This, as you may recognize, is Epcot Center. The time is now on an afternoon much... Sorry. Thank you. This is Epcot. This is Epcot. This is is really cool looking.
2: First time here? I think I was here when I was little. Like
1: 1957? (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is really the first time in like ages I think that we've done a top 10 not only in person as opposed to over the Skype but in Walt Disney World
2: it could be and I was going to say this is the first time we've done one totally unscripted but that's a flat out (laughs) lie
1: we do them all completely unscripted, <laughs> as evidenced by every top ten that we've done in the past. And this one is completely unscripted. We just sort of threw the idea out. And it, it really is about, you know, we talk about this all the time, the overlooked experiences and that people should put down their maps and wander the park. And when we talk about getting together today to share your uh, your mo- frozen mocha, lopity, frate, frappuccino, from Starbucks, and by the way, your cup really does say Captain Handsome. You should know better to let me order for
2: you. It does, and i it's Captain Handsome.
1: Captain Handsome.
2: Yeah, that's.
1: <laughs> so we, we, you know, we, we wanted to come and get together at Epcot, and we thought this was maybe one another one of those great places. Can we talk about places like an Animal Kingdom, those little nooks and crannies that you can find, but here, I think when people come to Epcot, it's about sort of hitting the big things, right? You know to hit and you know to get to Test Track, to get your fast pass from Mission Space, and to wander your way around the countries. But I want to talk about some of those things that maybe guests need to do, but haven't necessarily done before.
2: Okay. Now, in my defense, you just sprung this on me, so...
1: Yesterday, you had, a, you've had at least 24 hours to think
2: about that. Well, you had a couple other ideas, and I was heading more towards those, <laughs> which we will not get into. But meaning uh, I don't have one ready to oh, okay. go out of the gate. So
1: <laughs> Tim is free. looking as, as we're sitting here, obviously, you can hear the holiday music in the background. We're sitting in the shadow of the uh, Interventions Plaza Fountain. It's a beautiful evening as the sun is just starting to set, and you've got you literally have nothing. I'm looking at the trampolines
2: up over the head, <laughs> this ball thing that's off in the distance. Yeah, it's
1: the Epcot Daredevil Circus of Spectaculars coming back.
2: You, like when they added
1: that fountain, that's pretty
2: cool. So,
1: but go ahead, if you've got one. Celebrations Magazine, ladies and gentlemen. We know it all. <laughs> um, all right, so I, I really don't have anything in any particular order. Um, and I, I'm going to kind of look around as well, too. So, you know what, I'm going to go. I have one idea. Oh, you do? All right, go ahead.
2: I did actually have one. And this is a cheat. This is a go with me. You're starting here. off with go with me. I'm starting off with go with me. As we were wandering around. What are you doing? As we were wandering around finding our white chocolate mocha and eating food. I think my first thing I would tell people coming to Epcot to answer that's something you've never done before is re-explore the whole thing. Because I'm walking through here, and so much has changed very recently.
1: Like what? What what is the thing that you noticed that has changed for you since last time you were here?
2: Well, like uh, in World Showcase in particular, like there 's no off kilter there 's no Moroccan the stave church, which we just discovered is totally different inside um, new restaurants new there 's so much that 's changed this particular world showcase I think if you think you know it you don 't know it so that 's be the first thing I tell you is just explore it again so haven 't even gotten I, through future world yet i don 't know what
1: so i 'm going to ask you this because obviously with a lot of these changes and look you 're too soon striking potentially a nerve with some people because The removal of World Showcase players and, you know, Off-Kilter and Maelstrom to be updated, replaced, whatever it may be. Do you like the fact that it's ever-changing and that some of those things that have been fixtures for literally decades here are no longer here?
2: We talk about this a lot. It's a mixed bag. Um, Diplomacy
1: is your friend here. Just so you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, with Maelstrom, I think that, that I got a lot of questions and comments about how do I feel about it. And it's the same. I'm, I'm sad to see it go. It was one of the things I always liked. Um, but uh, I, I I give the benefit of the doubt and look forward to see what comes next. And I'll probably and who knows, I might like it much better. I still may prefer the old version, but we can say that about a lot of things, whether it's imagination or uh, the people mover spiel that kind of thing. so um, sometimes change is tough,
1: but <laughs> that is such a that is like such a Lumongello lawyerly non answer but
2: I still miss the Beatles in the united Kingdom.
1: the, the original Beatles or the
2: the original, uh, the original I, they look like them <laughs> but
1: um I, who knows? Uh. I'll be curious, after you spent some time in Epcot, and you do see some of the new shows, I would love to hear your thoughts again, as opposed to, you know, sort of going in blind, like what you think.
2: Well, it's funny. Cause I was probably one of the very few people, and everyone's going to scream when I say this. I never really watched off-kilter or stopped there. So I don't
1: think that you're alone. Okay. I, I don't think you're alone.
2: Um, I Nothing against them. I just never really watched them, so... Um, curious to see the new show. I understand you can hear the buzzing of saws all throughout World Showcase, but um, uh, it's, I guess the other thing that we I hear comments on a lot, and being at the Magic Kingdom last night, I know we're in the different park now, but all of the frozen stuff that's coming to the parks and what that means, and um, and it, and throughout World Showcase, there's a lot of it. Norway Pavilion, we were just talking about. Um, we know about maelstrom i really wasn't aware of the stave church till recently and i feel like i just educated you on it that that's been updated as well to reflect
1: you weren't a, you weren't aware that there was actually a stave church there or that it had been updated no, to a, I, it's not, it's been inspired by frozen now
2: yes but and actually that that would have been well i guess i'm kind of cheating because that would have been one of my things to go see that you might not be aware of was a stave church but um and then still go see it but It's different, and and again, if you've seen it before, go see it again because you may not know. But it is different now. So,
1: and I wonder that when it was changed and that small banner was hung over the archway, saying that it was inspired by Frozen, I wonder how many more guests have gone into the church that might not have gone in previously because that is sort of you know an easy you know attractor to to kids and families.
2: Yeah, I think it's one of those places people never went. Because he didn't realize there was a building you could go into, so I'm curious. I say when we're done, we stand there and take our little clickers out and count how many people go in.
1: But. Well, while you do that, I'm going to uh, I'm going to start with my first one uh, over on the opposite side of Future World, over at the seas with Nemo. And for, what? Don't make that face. No, oh, that, like that, that was that, the, that the one that you
2: one I maybe had going. This is probably... Well, you, we
1: can we can do this together because. Um, you know, for me, again, and I understand why it is the seas with Nemo and Friends now as opposed to just the seas. It will always be Sea Base Alpha for me. And I think that what people miss in there is, is yes, there's Turtle Talk with Crush, with think is fascinating. And there's the, the seas ride, and of course I do miss the sea cabs. But that is one of the pavilions that you really do need to take your time and walk up and down the stairs and go explore. There's like 4,000 different sea creatures in there. I think the tank is still 5.7 million gallons of water. There's like 60 or 70 different species of marine life there. There's different aquatic tours you could take. I think two you need to be scuba certified for, one that you don't. The uh, Dive Quest, I would love to be certified just so I can go into the tank. But I think, you know, the seas with Nemo and Friends has an animal kingdom like quality to it in that there is a lot of natural beauty there and i think there is that great educational opportunity which really was sort of the keystone of epcot center when it opened
2: you absolutely stole the (laughs) the only the only second one i possibly had now i i totally agree i think we've talked about this before like i i i do love the nemo with it's, what is it called I <laughs> love it so much <laughs> no I love the, the Nemo ride itself I, I, I do adore that but I, I do get the sense too a lot of people do hit the ride maybe turtle talk get a souvenir and then they're out and forget there's a whole aquarium back there and I do rec- everybody that comes down to it, I do tell them when you get done the ride go up the escalator and look at the aquarium and there's real fish there There were real fish before they made the animated fish. And, uh, yeah, I agree. And and the manatees. You know, there's there's so much there to see besides the ride. I agree. It's like when you're done the little attraction, explore the rest of the pavilion. So well done, sir. And I'm calling that my second one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I think, too, like Animal Kingdom... The cast members in the Seas Pavilion, especially by the manatees and, and by the aquariums themselves, really are sort of fonts of knowledge. I mean, they sort of are experts on the sea life and the marine life that's there. So you should take advantage of that and bring your kids over and encourage your kids to talk to them as well. I agree. Alright.
2: Well, <laughs> <so laughs> Actually, I, have, I, I came up with another you one did, there. You just made this one up. I just made this one up. This is cheating. Like I cheated with the first one. (laughs) This is a holiday one. That's okay. Because it's the holidays. I think one of the, and we might, as we talked about this, one of the best out-of-the-park experiences you can have at Walt Disney World during the holidays is resort hopping to go to check out the decorations at the resorts. And the go-to resorts are, of course, the Magic Kingdom resorts being on the monorail loop. But I think just as rewarding and just as magical is if you would go on a tour of the Epcot Resorts, which is an easy walk out of International Gateway, and as you tour the Yacht Club, Beach Club, the Boardwalk, and even the Swan and Dolphin. You might not find trees as tall and grandiose as the Grand Floridian and the Wilderness Lodge, but each of the resorts... Has their own charming displays in their own right and very cool to see. And you'll see uh, d- d- all kinds of neat little things like uh, n- the nautical trees at the Yacht and Beach Club, n- miniature villages, chocolate carousels, um, and the swan slashed off, and there's a life size Santa Claus chocolate display, a beautiful white point poinsettia tree with a choo choo train going around the bottom with a little Mickey Mouse. Um, but each resort there has its own character. And really cool look. And I think when you talk about holiday resort hopping, those don't jump immediately to mind. You head to the monorail. But uh, I'd highly recommend adding those to your holiday must-see list as well.
1: I dig it. And that was actually on my list as well. was come during the holidays. Well, it was come during the holidays, but I, I, I wasn't sort of thinking about that very easy walk outside the International Gateway. And to piggyback on your swan and dolphin, you know that that's actually Santa's favorite resort? So starting like in that, mid-November, Santa and Mrs. Claus that are hanging out, that's a great, again, and I say this all the time, whether it's during food and wine or other special events, Swan and Dolphin is an overlooked treasure that I think so many people don't think about. But during the holidays, they have... Christmas carolers, Santa, and Mrs. Claus come out to take pictures. They have all kinds of activities. If you're staying there, a little elf can tuck your child in and read them stories at night. And there's cookies and gingerbread and crafts. And did I mention that Blue Zoo just happens to be there? As well? That's Santa's favorite restaurant. Is is Todd his Blue Zoo. He I loves. Remember that? Yeah, he Miss loves City. the oysters. Yeah, it's, right. it's it was a it's the underbridged version so I of the Christmas carolers. Oysters out. Yeah. Next to the <laughs> yeah. um, but I like coming. You know, I think when people think about Christmas or holidays at Walt Disney World, they think Magic Kingdom, they they think Castle Lighting, they think Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, they might even think Osborne Family Spectacle Dancing Lights, but I think farther down and a a far down third on their list are the holiday storytellers at Epcot, which I absolutely love. It's anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes or so, depending, but every nation has a storyteller authentic to that, that country ...that comes out and tells their version of Christmas. So in Germany, there's Helga going to talk to you about the the Nutcracker. I love La Bafana in Italy, who talks about the first Christmas 2,000 years ago. In the American Adventure, now you can meet... You get like a threefer. You get Santa and Mrs. Claus. They jump over from the swan and dolphin. Uh, You can learn about Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. And the Voices of Liberty is there in their little Dickensian costumes, which I love. Uh, The Daruma is in Japan... There's a new storyteller in Morocco. There's also a new storyteller in uh, China. I think the Chinese lion dance I saw today. Mm. Uh, Fiesta de Navidad in Mexico. Get yourself a little taco while you're there as well. Uh, We actually just passed in Norway. Sigrid is there, who's talking about the little Christmas gnome, Juliansen. Or Olaf. Guljul.
2: What? Guljul. I don't know what that means. That's my very horrible holiday right. wishes in Norwegian which I still can't pronounce right
1: but actually as past, she was Arendale. she was
2: she was trying to coach the audience into how to say that properly and I was still getting it wrong
1: and you failed miserably, so, failed miserably. but yeah so I do like the um, and I like bringing my kids and, and when I'm with other families other kids too because I think it's a great learning and I don't know I talk about this all the time but I, I think it is a great learning opportunity for them to understand that not everyone in the world celebrates Christmas maybe the way I do I don't know how you do, yeah, Tim, no. but yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to know how you celebrate. But it's a great way for them to learn. And I find that my kids, when they go there, are curious and ask a lot of questions. Right? And, and they want to learn based on what they see.
2: That's cool. And actually, I, our uh, kids columnist in Celebrations Meredith, they actually had a family tradition, which I thought was cool. Never did myself, but um, they would go around to all the world showcase storytellers when well, they weren't there, but but take a picture of me, little child, Meredith in this case, at each of the, in the countries and keep that as a memento. And if you do that year after year, how cool is that? But
1: do you have a favorite holiday storyteller, Lou? Besides Santa,
2: can't go Santa Claus.
1: Um, I, I think maybe because I'm Italian, I like La Bafana. Um, you know, I didn't grow up in, in a household where I spoke Italian and, but we tried to carry on like, Italian traditions that my grandparents had so it's interesting to sort of you know go back to the motherland as it were <laughs> and hear <laughs> about how it but I actually I really do like um, the, the, um, the, the Japanese and the Chinese like mm-hmm. I love the cultures and you know like the Darumandal is so different so foreign from our concept of Christmas and it's really interesting to see how it's it celebrated there
2: yeah, I think it's interesting to see, in particularly those countries that don't really celebrate Christmas per se. I think on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's cool to see, uh, like, the United Kingdom and France, uh, whose Santa clauses are very similar to what we celebrate, but with a little, subtle little twist. And, um...
1: The fact that the sake bar is in the back <laughs> of the Mitsukoshi department store has nothing. nothing to do with it, right. And then,
2: uh... And I don't know what Canada's doing this year. I know they have the Santa Claus. I believe they're doing the, the holiday voyagers again this year. Have you seen?
1: Look so. at you. A little musical yeah. tour of the a Great White North. A musical
2: tour, but I still have a picture of Canada's Santa Claus in his green uh, plaid lumberjack shirt, which, <laughs> which is good. So it's cool. You can, get, you can see traditions that are very similar to our own, but, but then see traditions that have nothing to do with our own and learn a little bit along the way.
1: Very cool. All right, so well, what day. what is your uh, what is your next must-do thing at Epcot Center that you probably have never done before? That was my next one. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, Care talk for a while while I think. We're...
1: All right, so I'm, I'm going to sort of... You <laughs> know what? Where we are, I actually think, is a great place to start. You know, this... Where are th- we, Live? We're in Future World. We're at the electric <laughs> umbrella. Okay. What well, yeah. we're really sort of, you know, on the... the analogous to the Main Street USA's hub, right? This was sort of originally what Communicore was supposed to be was the Main Street USA of Epcot Center. And I think Interventions, East and West, is often overlooked. Mm. Now, that being said, it is very much a shell of what it was when it was Communicore, and actually I was here a few weeks ago, and a lot of the other attractions that used to be in there are now gone. However, that being said... I have not one, Timmy Foster, not mm. two, but mm. three. Count them, three things you need to do in Innoventions. The piggy bank. No, oh. which I think is gone. Dang. So well, the piggy bank may still be here. Um, I'm going to tell you that, believe it or not, not all thrill rides and attractions have a place on the map outside in the park proper. And in fact, I think one of, if not the most thrilling attraction in Epcot is inside Innoventions East, and I think you need to go and design your own coaster and ride some of all thrills. It is not the only place in Walt Disney World where you can design and ride your own coaster. Where the other one being? Cyber Mountain. I'll give you a half a point for that one. Cyber Space Mountain? Cyber Space Hosted Mountain.
2: Hosted by? Hosted by? Yeah. Uh, is it, uh, uh, hostess. Yes. Host- Disney
1: Quest. No. Oh, Twinkies. No. Twinkies. Oh, poor Twinkies. No, Bill Nye the Science Guy.
2: Oh, host! I thought you meant sponsored by. Oh. You need to get. And where
1: else can on. you find Bill
2: Nye the Science Guy? Uh, you can find him at at the Universe of Energy, Ellen's Energy Adventure Pavilion.
1: There you go. So, but here, you know that cyberspace mountain. I get that I'd, one, had no. You? You, I'm shocked. Um, the one in downtown in, in downtown Disney in um, DisneyQuest is a relatively older technology. Where here, you design your attraction with. The hills and the jumps and the spins and the upside down. And look, when you go upside down here, you literally go upside down because they use a four D robotic simulator. You can see that giant Kuka arm. You're sweating. You're a little, You are profusely sweating. There's no chicken eggs in no. here, man. You've got... Come a Let's go do it together There's right now and I'll way. videotape
2: it. Is there like a zero to ten you can put in for speed? Yes, and... you can choose everything. Can I go zero across the board? I, you, you know, I'm, I'll make there? a deal with you. Yeah.
1: If you and I go and let me design the coaster no. and we ride no. together, no. Whoa.
2: No, how about I design the coaster, you ride it, and then we'll see what happens.
1: If you design the coaster, it would be like the swan boat.
2: No, I design it to, to test your dare I say it, manhood. Metal, whatever. I mean, you talk a big talk here about the roller coasters. Let's put it to the test.
0: I'm
1: in, baby. Yeah. I'm down yeah. like Chinatown.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want no part of you putting me in a roller coaster.
1: Uh, See, it's no fun there. But I wonder how many people, honestly, walk by Interventions as they're running to Soarin' mm-hmm. or Mission Space or wherever else it may be and don't realize that that attraction is what it is and exists inside interventions
2: well yeah just interventions in general like you said ever changing I just mentioned something that might not be there right now but I do like to go in every time I'm here see what's new I'm sitting here not knowing at all what's in there right now so I'm yeah I mean the last time I was here
1: you know there was like video game stations they took out the Segway thing they took out the Velcro labs I mean there was a lot of stuff that's gone because it is ever changing um I actually wonder because there. I mean, the where's the fire thing is actually cool, and I think it's it's important that I think kids I can do it. See it from here. Right, you can see the little <laughs> fire engine from there. I'll let <laughs> you ride the fire engine oh, later. Yeah. Um, but it makes me wonder when it starts to to look a little empty the way it does, if it means that there's plans for something else coming. If if they're leaving some of those areas vacant because something else might be coming. Oh, I actually just thought of a fourth thing, but got. Well, why? Don't keep me on the edge of my seat here. No, no, I want to see if you have anything next.
2: <laughs> no, I have... Uh, how about the the cool inventor's courtyard behind the uh, interventions building? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just lost Lou. He's gone. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me see. All right. Let me see. Yeah, there's the, the big ball there. The
1: big you got ball. the... Uh... All right. Well, I'm going to... I'll help Wait, sort hey, of... How about a tip of the day? <laughs> what are you, Stacy?
2: No, listen. <laughs> when you're going on the, the Testron track thing...
1: Right.
2: <laughs> I, I tell, this isn't the world's biggest secret, but go in the single rider's line.
1: You'll walk on. I swear to you. But you, what if, what if you, unlike you, people actually come with friends and, and family and... That was mean and well, hurtful. Usually, I take that by. yeah, I, 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 you
2: can't wait to ditch me when I'm there, so.
1: We're celebrating our 10-year timmy Like, we've, we've realized today we've known each other for 10 years. know, yeah, and you still haven't
2: ridden on Test Track with me.
1: Well, and I'm not going to because you just told me to do single rider. Well, yeah, go get on your own line.
2: <laughs> no, but I was on it, like, the last time I was here, I was, it was, you know, standby line, 90 minutes. The fast pass line was, was just as long. Single rider walked right on
1: what's all, right, what, all I got. What if I could tell you that there's something that you could do here in I'm Epcot in, Center in that would make Michael Eisner proud? Climb Spaceship Earth. Yes, I want you to scale the exterior of Spaceship Earth like the Epcot Daredevil Circus. No. What you should do, as long as we are staying in Interventions, yes. is go to the character spot. And, and oh. I say make Michael Eisner proud because obviously we know the legend of how when Michael Eisner came to Epcot, the first thing he said was, where are all the where characters. Right. They said, look, we want to make this park separate and distinct from what Magic Kingdom is. He's like, no, you do not keep our, you know, our icon and our and our number one intellectual property out of this park. And he single-handedly brought characters in. But if you were looking to meet characters, the character spot is such an overlooked thing that I think people don't pay attention to. You can always get in with a short wait. Um, you can meet the Fab Five in there. And Mickey is a very popular guy and that's a good place to go meet him. I like Mickey. Let's wait. So let's talk about characters. Do you remember, (laughs) speaking of characters in Epcot, do you remember it was a test period when Beaker and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew were walk-around-slash-roll-around characters when they were sort of testing out that remote technology and they literally just came out from behind Journey to Imagination and were driving around and talking to guests in Interventions?
2: I'm aware of it. Never saw it? I never saw it.
1: It was Brilliant was, but, and yes, funny. Was, like you. Brilliant and funny looking.
2: And you could meet the, the dream catcher finder guy. Mm. Oh.
1: Well, you know I, I, I too soon. Try. That's I'm too soon. It's try.
2: way too soon. Wait. I was on the Little Mermaid ride, and I saw a starfish Starfish that I think is Figment's doppelganger. He's purple, and he is...
1: Is that... You think it's not, a hidden figment? Is that what you're trying it's to... A hidden figment. We've got to get Steve Barrett on the horn and see if he can is confirm it he cover hidden figments... I think that's a whole new He's book line. He's
2: owned every hidden mind It's a
1: uh, it's a whole new book series no, for you're, Tim if Foster. If you're
2: on Little Mermaid in the middle scene when they the, 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 the big dancing, there's purple. Oh no, it's in the end. There's purple starfish with orange spots and yellow eyes.
1: I wish and people could see you. You look you're you're waving your arms I'm, I'm, like I'm, you're I'm, Leonard I'm, Bernstein conducting an orchestra. I
2: jumped up and down in my clamshell when I saw it's it.
1: Leopold like, yo, Stokowski, yo, ladies yo, and gentlemen, Timmy Foster. So, get, do you have anything else, you, or do you want me to help guide you? Wait, through? no. I, um, um. I, I'm, let's give you the softball. Give me, give me I'm going to give you a softball. A, do you know what Club Cool there. is right there? Yeah, okay. Club Cool. When's I mean, the last time you've been there?
2: I go there all the time. When you see I, see, I go there so often, I don't think of it as a place people don't go to, but I'm going to assume that people don't go there. So, go to Club Cool. You get free. And they've just, they've, well, I don't know recently it is now, but they changed most of the flavors in there. Thankfully, my favorite Beverly is still there, and I still love to tell people that. But uh, I, the 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 one thing I it's kind of cheap on my part. The one thing I really like about it is when it's <laughs> when it's hot and you're walking around. It's a great place to load up on soda for nothing. Listen, oh, I'm you, you're actually right. I'm holding a book. It says 102 ways to save money, and that's that's in there, right? Get, of course, it is. Get free soda <laughs> at Club Cool.
1: Absolutely, and it's a great place to cool off. But there's only this one downside, and you know floors. me well. Two downsides, because you know me. I'm a positive person. I love this place. The only downside to Club Cool is that when you find one of those drinks that you love, like Inca Cola or whatever, is, you can't actually go to the register and I, buy yeah. yourself a six pack of it. Well, they should change that. Could you? That would be awesome sauce Why if you could they buy do this. That?
2: They should do that. They, we uh, when we're done, we'll go we're see done. that Eisner guy or whoever. Maybe
1: oh, maybe when we're done, why don't we go do like a little video of us tasting? Have you, since you haven't tasted the new sodas yet.
2: Uh yeah, I think I've tasted. But let's pretend I didn't. Oh, forget And let's it. pretend we'll pretend I think Beverly is the most wonderful uh, beverage concoction ever. I actually like Beverly, and you're, I and and I'm you're not, a strange, and I'm afraid, and I'm not silly afraid, man, and I'm not afraid to admit it.
1: Well, as, long like as, you, beverly, as long as you own it, and I that's would
2: fine. buy a six pack of that if it were available, mm-hmm. and I would chug it down
1: all night long. Well, see like people in Italy drink it all the time. I think they do it to get well you're italian you you get it <laughs> what was that look you're italian you're supposed to drink beverly and well you
2: threw you threw the I'm Italian out when I'm talking about world showcase <laughs> things, so you know it comes into play here too. <laughs> what was the name? Hey, let's remember oh, this yeah. though, going back when club Cool was the was
1: formerly known as the... Ooh, when it had the big, scary, like, Yeti frozen guy yeah. outside. And the... Who's... the Wait. And the treads yes. on the snowcat were in the shape of Coca-Cola bottle.
2: Yes, and what was it called?
1: Cold Coke. Oh, co- wait, The cold Coke. Oh, come on, man. I need another frappuccino. Wait. It was called...
2: I'm saying this like I know.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Come on. How am I forgetting this, man? It's, uh... Coke Zone, the Coke Land, the, the Coke, the cool, Coke cool Zone, Coke Cool, Club, oh, cool, Club cool, Club Cool. No, it's Club, it's Club, cool, Club now. cool now.
2: <laughs> what was the name of the caveman? Come on, Saul, Barney. Close. And <laughs> uh, there wasn't a Refreshes Maximus. Oh, look at you. Look at me. God, how
1: come I can't remember this now? I don't because I'm smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, smarty pants. What's next on your list? <laughs> that was it. That's all no, you got.
2: Uh, go to World Showcase Promenade and just keep walking. No, here's my, here, here, here you go. When you're going to World Showcase, <clears throat> lest we forget, there's the main promenade to walk down. But there are also two side Ice paths. Station Cool! Ice,
1: Ice Station, station cool. cool! But there are two
2: <laughs> side paths to walk. <laughs> You go.
1: Right. One going. My God. You know, the credibility of being like a trivia guy going completely out the window when I couldn't remember <laughs> Ice Station Cool. Um,
2: yeah, there's two paths you can take to World Showcase besides the main thoroughfare, the one that goes by the Odyssey, formerly Odyssey Restaurant. And then my favorite, one of my favorite spots in in Epcot, little traveled, but I find delightful, is the pathway that goes by the Imagination Pavilion side of Future World leading to World Showcase with many a rose garden to be found along the way and we probably talked about this because I think we did, I did, we did a top ten places to literally stop and smell the roses and this was one of them so um, yeah that's it take the path less travel
1: when, I talk, when, when you start talking about the path less travel to one of your favorite places I'm like he's going to La Cava de Tequila like no <laughs> no. You don't even, no you don't know where that is no all right, Mexico. I'm, I'm, going to, um, I'm going to somewhat piggyback on this because I would actually love to do this with you because every time I suggest doing a top 10 that somehow revolves around food, I want to do top 10 places to get breakfast, I want to yeah. do top 10 snacks, I want to do top 10 this, yeah. you're like, ah, uh, I don't eat. I don't eat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just ate and you are a creature of habit. You did not. But So I would like you, and I would like you, the listener, to go on a culinary adventure. Because I think, and I've, I've said this for like a decade now, there's no better place or opportunity to do that than World Showcase, where you can go and sample little portions. You don't need to go overseas and worry about what you need. You can go and sample little portions. So, this is what I want you to do. I, I got want another you, one too. Listen. But I got listen, another one. I want you to go to the UK. I guess. I want you to ask for Hope, because she was our server, and I want Hope. you to go try a scotch egg. It's anywhere it in the UK? It's in, in the Rose and Crown. In it's, the Rose and Crown, okay. Right, I want you to go to Japan and mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you try some sushi uh, in like the it. hopes that you don't finish it so I can eat it for you. You'll have plenty. You can go to France, France, yes. and get a Grey Groove Citron lemonade slushie or a Grand Marnier orange slushie. What? What? Or, what? Or you can go to the bakery and just eat your face off in the back. I'm Maybe sample some wines and a little bit of chocolate in Italy. Go, wait, you'll Mm. dig this. Okay. Go to Morocco. Yes. Go into the back of the Tangerine Cafe. Baklava. Baklava. Try some of the little snacks and the Moroccan mint tea. Or go to the restaurant Marrakesh and really just go to town.
2: Go to town. How about my, my favorite mango slushy tea? Why are you shaking your head? Because every time we talk about World Showcase, all you talk about is the joy of tea in China. All right. (laughs) That's fine.
1: Or caramel,
2: caramel, apple, caramels in the Werther's store in Germany.
1: I think you are the only person ever on the planet to make a 3.30 reservation at Nine Dragons on a Monday afternoon. (laughs) Well, it worked, didn't it? We got she, went, in. she was so confused. She's like, "You made a three thirty reservation?" Well, we... But, <laughs> I, I know we we, we, we missed we, the lunch so r- we Wait, wait! We meal. actually did. What is a good tip? If you want to sort of meet, beat the lunch rush and the dinner crowd, you go at three thirty because we were the, we had a very True. we had a very romantic meal because we were the only people there.
2: And I will throw out the Nine Dragons Restaurant is spectacular. Yet I do always find it's rather easy to get in comparatively to other restaurants.
1: I will tell you, and because I need to be fair, I haven't been to Nine Dragons in years. Yes, you because the last time I went, I felt it was a little pedestrian. However, I had the dumplings in that sweet chili sauce appetizer. Sweet, fancy Moses that was good. I, I won't lie to you, he fell out of the chair. T- Literally. Children screamed. No, Women No the children, the best part was when a child did come in, he yelled across the restaurant to his mother, Mommy, make sure you go and use the girls' room, which we all thought was entertaining. Yeah, that turned some heads.
2: But, yes, yeah, very delightful lunch.
1: Shay Shay. All right, so do you have anything else, or do you want me to keep sort of leading you around? Uh, wait, I had one. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, the friendship launches. Did wow. I get that right? Did. There you go. Of all the attractions in Epcot... Of all the gin joints... Of all the gin... uh, That's a quote-unquote attraction that most people don't think of as an attraction, it not being one per se. But I think just as enjoyable as many of the attractions in World Showcase. It's not just a way to get from one side of World Showcase to Lagoon or the other. It's a great way to see the pavilions in a way that you don't normally get to see them from a distance on the waterline. Particularly the... um, American Adventure, which which has a whole facade that you see from the other side, from the as you enter World Showcase, there's a whole facade you can see that's there. So there's something to see besides the back of the theater. But it's hard to appreciate from all the way across the lagoon. But when you're riding on the boats, you can kind of get an up close view of that and the other pavilions. And you get some great photo ops that you'll never get anywhere else. Nice what is the name of
1: the ship docked at the back of the American Adventure? A and B. Jose and B. What? I don't know. You don't know? I, you of all, of all know the it. photo ops that you said you could take, how do you not take a picture of that beautiful ship? Because I'm hungry. Yeah, you it,
2: didn't know Ice okay, Club Cold all right.
1: Zone. I was close. I knew that there was some sort of ice. Thing. Wait, all right, I'll do multiple choice. Wait, what, what's this question again? The name of the ship the name of docked the ship. on the World Chase, Showcase Lagoon at the back of the American Adventure. Oh. There's a ship up, Doctor. There's a ship. Okay, is it A, the Nantucket? No. B, the Columbia? No. Or C, the Golden Dream?
2: Well, C sounds st- stupid, so I'll go with C. <laughs>
1: it sounds stupid. It's the name of the song, you tool. <laughs> but it's A. America, spread your golden yeah, wings. So yeah, those golden wings, fly on high. Yeah, I know, all it right. comes after the France tune on my CD.
2: <laughs> I know it well.
1: You're hurting my head. Um, all right, I'm going to stick. In, I'm gonna go back to what, future...
0: What's r- the
1: answer? Golden Dream. Well, of course it is. And you can actually see that if you take, get out your old videotape of some of the Disney sing-alongs. Oh. There's a Peter Pan and Captain Hook and a whole big pirate sing-along that they filmed on the Golden Dream in the back of the American Adventure Pavilion, before they put the canopy on the theater itself, who's Peter Pan? He's the guy in the tights. You know, be more specific. All right, uh, all right. Was that yours? Are you are you, that are you, are you uh, done? Yeah, that, and that was a good one. Yeah, I, that was epic. Um, I'm going to come back into Future World, and I'm going to listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan is going to shine above Timmy Foster. Have you ever taken the Behind the Seeds tour? No, but I've wanted to, and I'm, I cannot wait for you to
2: tell me all about it. <laughs> but no, that's, that's, that's a good one, because that's even on my to-do list of things to do in Epcot that I haven't done yet.
1: We need to do these so things I together. Might, might we should do it together. To Listen, good. it's only 20 bucks for adults or $16 for that's a kid like you. at any price. It is, because it's an hour-long tour. You go to the fish farm and the greenhouses, and you see the plants and the fish and the insects and the alligators. There's, there's real live alligators. Uh, I think it's, it's a really good tour, again, for adults. Kids can come on this tour as well, too. If you are interested in gardening and hydroponics or just sort of how these things work, like I said, you get to go to the fish farm. I still think you get to do the ladybug release, and those giant fruits and vegetables that you see uh, from around the world while you're on the cruise, you actually get to get up close to, you get to talk to cast members that work there, you need to learn, you need to learn more about some of the plant growing techniques, and you even get a little take home souvenir for some ideas that you can bring to your own garden. Let's go. Dude, we're here. I'm ready, I'm let's re- do this, man. I'm ready to go. I no, think can, we, can I say circle? we missed it. We missed it because they only oh. run from ten thirty to four thirty. Oh come on! Maybe oh, if that's... you got out of bed a little bit before three. Well, it was
2: Christmas party time last night. Can I? Can we add Circle of Life as one of those things nobody ever thinks to do, but do it anyway? Absolutely.
1: Okay. A circle of life, of life, an environmental fable, and environmental. which replaced what attraction?
2: Uh, kitchen Capers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride.
1: If you say symbiosis...
2: Uh, symbiosis? A symbiosis, a film of nature and harmony hosted by Simba of the
1: line. When, did, when is the last time you went to go see Circle of Life and Environmental Favourite? I actually,
2: last time I was here, I did make a point to go see it. Because again, it, to me, it like the behind-the-seats tour, this is one of the things I myself walked past so many times. And, you know, I'm... I'm going to go see it. I, I am guilty, too, of walking by a lot of things and not doing them. So I went, made a point of seeing it last night.
1: It's a, uh, it's one, you're right, it's one of the things, it's, it's a long time, it, it's cute, it's, it's entertaining, I think it, it conveys the message very well, and there's carpet on the walls, so how can you go wrong? Oh,
2: that's pure Disney, carpet on It's the pure
1: walls. 80s, right.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> that's it, that's all you got. Well, I kept pointing that in my face like I had more to talk about. <laughs> it's a wonderful movie.
1: All right, so let's, all right, let's maybe talk about that then. Let's talk about maybe some of the attractions that you must do when you're here. And I, I know we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but if you had to say that there's one that's potentially overlooked, all right, and take things like Soar and Emissions Mission space, but what's one of the ones that you think is a must-do attraction that maybe not everybody comes to see every time they come to Walt Disney World?
2: Well, I was gonna say Maelstrom in the Norway movie, uh, but um, he was twisting the knife, aren't? He? I know. Alright, we're staying in Epcot, right?
1: Why are you shaking? I your wish head? I, my eyes are rolling yeah. back in my head like I'm your, Linda Blair.
2: Your rules are so loose and fancy free. I never know what's going on. Fun and oh. fancy free, and fancy free. That was a movie, was, yeah. Um, uh, even though it's changed from the original. I'll throw Grand Fiesta Tour there as an wow. attraction that I find eternally delightful, but curiously underattended. Like you can always walk on it, nobody seems to know it's back there. I don't know why. Um, I remember I loved it when it was El Rio del Tiempo. Um, I, I for one, am fine and a fan of the uh, Three Caballeros overlay. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's. I think it's a hidden. It doesn't seem like it should be, but I consider it a hidden gem tucked away back in the Mexico Pavilion. Even though uh, it's right out front, is in terms of here are the attractions in Epcot, and it's listed right there with long with the others. But um, it's it's not overly long. It's uh, you know, but it's not an overly long wait either. So I, I recommend that. I think people overlook it on the way to. You know what I think? I think a lot of people overlooked it on the way to Maelstrom. Now with...
1: with Wait, wait, wait. So you mean to tell me that there was a herd of people rushing at rope drop at 11 o'clock in the morning to go see Maelstrom? Yeah, well, yeah. What year was that? (laughs) Was that 1988? No, I
2: think you had, I, I think Grand Fiesta Tour slash El Rio del Tiempo and Reflections of China, which I'll throw in as my other one. Um,
1: Nice twofer, by the way. Yep, which
2: I think they've both wonderful attractions, films in their own right, but I think for the most part functioned as placeholders for while you were waiting for your Maelstrom fast pass to come through. And uh, now with Maelstrom going through its changes and its closed doors temporarily, I'm curious to see how those other attractions fair that they to get more people uh, and both are well worth visiting and i yes i do think a lot of people would make a beeline to maelstrom particularly those who were going to the world showcase to ride the rides of which there are only a couple that being the big headliner one that always had a big weight and maybe overlooked some of the other attractions that were nearby so
1: i'm happy you mentioned china i think it's um i think The film we just ate in China. We didn't eat in the in the temple, which was right. You can't do that. Um, I think that the Circle Vision film is very poetic, right? I think it's very very well done. I think it gives us a chance to see a a country that most people probably never will, right? Because you know a lot of Westerners won't necessarily get there. I think there's a lot of places that. countercruise typically would not be allowed to go, so it's a great opportunity, but the one that instantly came to mind, and the words I use are beautiful and enchanting and, dare I say, breathtaking, is the popcorn cart that I'm saying. Oh. I cannot get over the smell of the popcorn wafting its way over yeah, yeah, here. the
2: breeze shifted, folks. Oh, lose, lose, sweet.
1: Sleuthing. Jeez Louise. No, I'm going to say Impressions to France. Oh, beautiful. I love... Beautiful. Look, it hasn't really changed much since 1982 it other than... Has. That, well, it's digital now. And, and it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. And that score, which I have on my little device here, and I play my car, it makes me weep. It's an Ocean's Eleven. Oh, my God, Tim Foster. I just fell in love with you all <laughs> over again. I can't believe you knew that. Is Claire it- <laughs> Every we've, time. Talked, we've talked about this before. I, know,
2: I don't know. And I, I funny story, I think. I, I don't know if I told you. I told someone yesterday. Every time I call Disney to check on my whatever, and I'm on hold, that track is always playing. And I joked with the very nice cast member when she came off the phone that the France music is always playing when I call. Which is fine, because I love that. She well, knows, it's like an 87-minute score, too. Yeah. She goes, yeah, well, you know, we have a CD with that on it. And he goes, oh, I know. I've worn it out to death. Not that you can wear out a CD.
1: But you, yeah, still, friends, you s- but you still buy CDs?
2: I, are there those big black, brown things with a hole in the middle? Yeah, Because that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I get. But um, no, but don't forget Canada. Oh Canada. Oh Martin Short. The worst. Quick pre- sneak preview, folks. There's going to be an article on Oh Canada in the next issue of Celebrations, and the person who wrote it. I almost fired her over this, and I told her this. Wow. One of the scenes in there, being from Philadelphia, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course I do. The winning winning home run hit by the Toronto Blue Jays off of the Philadelphia Phillies' own Mitch Williams like a little knife through my heart every time I see it. And, of course, the person who wrote the article had to point that out in grand living color. So I, I get points get taken away from that film because of that moment. For me, if it
1: wasn't but, just a far walk away, I would go just to just watch to you squirm. Yeah, point. just to see you it's, squirm. It's horrible. Do, do we show the New York Giants getting winning their winning the Super Bowl over the Patriots no, the, again?
2: That, that, that right. The you know the Randall Cunningham experience. That one. <laughs> they, where they show the ninety-eight yard punt at the end. I don't give the you a hard Randall time about Cunningham that
1: experience. I well, like that was actually the funniest thing you said. All decade Gee, all right um since i know you've got pretty much nothing left in no, your I tank i got a lot i yeah. do you? oh now you're oh you're hitting your stride to your go. i got nothing <laughs> um what i'm gonna say is that i think unlike the magic kingdom certainly even the hollywood studios you know what epcot i think really is about is really less about the attractions than it is about the entertainment and I think that's one of the things that people really overlook unless they happen upon it when they come here. So, for example, we're sitting here in the... Well, there's no more shadows because it's nighttime. But in the shadows of the Intervention Fountain, which I love... Speaking of Las Vegas and the Bellagio, the yes. guy who did this did yes, the same fountain. Yes, yes. But little, I love little little the air battle sequence from Surprise in the Skies and the, the rescuers down under and the Rocketeer... Yeah, there's even some Yanni in there, but like the Jameters. Like the, I the remember, jammeters. as a kid, the first time I saw the Jameters, I'm like, "What the what?" Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was no internet back then, just so I didn't know oh, what yeah. I was doing. The first time I hugged Duffy Bear was it, it. was a very moving moment. They should move it to Pittsburgh. I know you don't even know who Duffy the Bear is. No, I'm I'm no? I'm trying to get that. the British Asian Revolution. Out of my, yes, right. My favorite, the Paul McKenna band. The who you? listen, go see the piano lady and tell her I said hello over at the Rosen Crown. And you know what, too? Going back to Michael Eisner, there are a ton of characters in Epcot. Alice, Mary Poppins, Winnie the Pooh, Princess Aurora, Aladdin, Jasmine, Mulan, Belle is out there. Belle is out there? Belle is out there? Belle. What? There's nothing creepy about getting online three times in a row, just so you know. You don't have to wear the Beast costume. The no, crazy, well, it? I know. It, it's more like an Ewok costume. Well, um, we were talking before, I think we both love the Taiko drummers, uh Teresa, yeah. in yes. Japan. Those are some of my favorites. Uh, the new flag show in Italy, the Spandaritore, the... Oh, my God, I just made my, my grandparent. Pr- wow. Right? <laughs> I you had that Italian? first part, right? No. Uh, I think, is Sergio still there? The juggler? Um, uh, the Chinese dancers, the servant amusante, the Severe amusant. Uh, amusant. I got one. In, in, in Fran- What? No, no, going, the guy who steps it. on the chairs and gets up yeah, with the whistle. Yeah, I like him. That guy. Favorite... All right, here you go. Favorite Epcot live entertainment. Go.
2: I got roped into the UK World Showcase players. Too soon, man. They're, they're
1: not no. there. No, they're gone. What? They're gone. They're what? They're gone. Uh, you didn't say... We want people to come here and see things they can actually see, well, not things that aren't... You didn't give me that... Why don't you come horizon. over and ride Horizons while you're here, too? Well, and what do you mean they're gone? They're not gone. I think they kind of are. Oh. Well, then... Uh, they're not forgotten, and maybe they're coming back, but as of this moment... Um, you like the belly dancer in Morocco. Is she not there anymore? The belly dancer in Mar- Marrakech. Sit oh. down to eat, and she comes like... Belly Dancer comes out? Part of the show?
2: I thought that was the waiter. All right, how about Mayuki the Candy Lady? Also gone. No, come on. All right, give me. How about... How about World of Motion? What? How about... Uh,
1: Ken Jennings, honey, the Astuto Computer honey Review. Shrunk the audience. Yeah. Captain EO. That's... Yeah, one. go meet Dream Finder 2 Why don't you just keep... Driving the knife deeper into the heart of the listeners. You're such a mean... I thought you only did that to kids. The Canada
2: buzzsaw players of of the North.
1: Yeah. So well, I know they're there. My question to you was your favorite bit of Epcot entertainment. And it doesn't have to be live, if you want to say the fountains, because they are technically not living. Illuminations. Yeah? Well, yeah. But that's not... So let me ask you this. It's not cheating. Uh, The other stuff you've done is cheating. (laughs) Is Illuminations due for, and would you be happy if it was updated and became something else?
2: You know what? Well, it depends on what they turned it into.
1: (laughs) If they said to you, Tim, trust us, tomorrow we're going to get rid of Illuminations. Are you cool with that? No. But... What if they promise you something epically spectacular?
2: Then I would anxiously look forward to it, but always have a soft spot in my heart for Illuminations. But it, it is interesting, because I was just talking about this, having this, this being the season of the holiday tag for Illuminations, which I'm anxious to see, which is spectacular. The only problem with it, and it's not really a problem, is once you see it, it's tough to go back to the regular version and be just as wow. Now, if they made the regular, everyday version of Illuminations as wow and jaw-dropping and holy smokes as the holiday tag is, and that was an everyday occurrence, I'd be totally fine with that. Now, if they totally changed it into some movie-driven presentation with ice-colored
1: What if they did this? What if they said, Tim, we're going to bring out our own version of World of Color to the Illuminations Lagoon, I mean to the World Showcase Lagoon, instead of Illuminations.
2: I can't wait. Sign me up. Ready to see it. Yeah, you ready to sign, sign him up? I'm ready to go.
1: Even with the sad Simba's dad dying thing, oh man, it kills me every time I'm in Disneyland. Like, come on, man. It's a, it's a downer, bro.
2: Well, we had to see the Lion King three times before we could get through that part. And it wasn't me. You might think it was me that was having a problem with that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm ready. To, but change is scary. But it's all about progress, man. That's what the man said. <laughs> can I throw in sp- this animated beast spirits of anime, and Mario yes. museum? Yes, you can. A wonderful, a wonderful place that nobody ever goes to. Nobody ever goes to. It's a great place for a nap, but it's a wonderful, wonderful exhibit. A few
1: a couple of months ago, I took my buddy Joel Calm. We wandered and you're World tell Showcase. Me it's not there no, it's there, right. and that's what we did. We sort of wandered into places like that, and the soldier exhibit in China, yes. which are beautiful. I mean, it's like museum quality exhibit in there that you're right I think so many people run by on their way to the sake bar well I think they don't even know and one I always heard. and I don't think they don't even know that the sake bar is well, back there but I, I want to make sure
2: you're into that kind of thing sure I guess you know it's there you seem to have nailed the tequila bar The sake. I'm
1: not a big tequila bar guy oh, I, I take that back to lie because the tequila bar I'm not like a tequila guy but they have really yummy appetizers and stuff there but if they put a couch and stretchy pants by the sake bar I would just stay there <laughs> what?
2: oh my goodness that's not a visual
1: you've I t- you, know,
2: well, you totally derailed me. <laughs> you were talking oh, about I, it, I remember. <laughs> the overlooked exhibits and galleries, because another one I always recommended was the Art of Morocco, or I don't know what the official name of it is. Although I, I'm glad to see, I think it is. I didn't notice when I passed it just today, but I know the last few times I've been there, it's been more um, well-marked than it had been in the past, so it's not just some door which it used to be. And even I, for the longest time, didn't realize there was anything in there until you saw the little tiny sign on the door. But again, uh, th- uh, that, uh, you know, the the gallery in Japan and all these places, lots of hidden treasures in pretty much every pavilion.
1: Go get some ice, British iced tea. And I think we've talked about that. I think we've talked about sort of, sort of our nooks and crannies and favorite places in the, the pavilions. Obviously, we mentioned the fact that Epcot, more than any other park, has such incredible seasonal offerings as well, too. Flower and Garden, which is like a mini food and wine. Food and Wine, which is like a maxi food and wine. And the holidays, which is like food and wine with, <laughs> with a holiday. Fl- There's a holiday food during food during the holidays. There's special holiday food. <laughs> But even at <laughs> Starbucks, fumbling. I'm fumbling. I'm getting excited when I think about the food. So I want to know, not from you, but I'm pointing to you because you are representing the listener. Yeah, I want to know from you, the listener, what is your overlooked but must do thing at Epcot, and/or your favorite bit of Epcot entertainment. Do me a favor: tweet me at Lumanjelo, comment over on Facebook, or come to the show notes at wdwradio.com, Click on the podcast link. Go to this week's episode, go down to the bottom of the show notes, leave a comment there. I know little Timmy Foster and I will be looking at it and uh, keeping the conversation going there. And then, as soon as you're done with that, right, if you want some more Disney magic, you want it delivered right to your door, the mailman will bring it to your, to your door every other month, or the little spaceman will deliver it to your mobile device. Go to celebrationspress.com. What else do, do you want to say? We are That's enough. All right. No. Oh, there's more.
2: There's this cool book I'm holding. <laughs> Christmas Memories Special Edition <laughs> 2.
0: Oh,
2: is that is that so, a thing? Yes, our second Christmas book.
1: It's it's, a. am not kidding. I didn't even get a copy. It's, it's the perfect Christmas gift.
2: It's, it's, it's on its way from the printers. Is
1: uh, it on a, a on a sh- slow boat from the
2: China Pavilion? It's on a slow boat from the Wisconsin Pavilion. Oh, look at you printing in the USA. Good for us. No, but uh, uh, for those who don't know, this is our second hardcover coffee table book celebrating the holidays at Walt well, Disney World. This, this edition focuses on Magic Kingdom Parades curious that we talked about it. The World Showcase Storytellers have a huge section on that. So uh, if you go to the website, you can get your order now. We had a pre-sale special going. We're keeping it going all through the holidays. Oh, look at you. So... You can pick up a copy there, and we're all very excited
1: I that. need to order... I'm um, seriously... like I'm going to order like a case, and by order a case, I mean I expect a really huge discount because I want to give these out as Christmas presents because I still get people talking to me about the one from X number of years ago. There
2: you go. Yeah, X. Not one year ago. A lot of people think it was last year's.
1: Yeah. We skipped a year. We know. Time flies, man. We I were just know. saying. We've... Celebrations has just celebrated its five-year anniversary. Six. Six? What? Six. Yeah, I right. remember... <laughs> the day that you and I sat in the lobby of the Sheridan Hotel in whateverville Pennsylvania and (laughs) and uh Sesame Place by Sesame Place and yeah we were saying today it's been I saw
2: that picture we had a picture taken I saw that picture the other day I still
1: have it good lord have I
2: gotten older
1: well that's what happened look dude it's been it's been 10 years it's been 10 years of Timmy Goodness top 10 (gasps) top 10 memories of the past 10 years with Tim Foster all right, uh, 10. No, top. I don't mean right now. Save this for... No, part. no, yeah,
2: but uh, get to top 10 train wrecks, top 10 places I need to go, like the Magic Kingdom that I've never been before.
1: Wait, wait, wait. What, what? what we really what? should ask the listeners, yeah. are their oh. top 10 top 10s? You know, they're all out there screaming, what, there's been more than there's one more than of these than before? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell... I, I know what one of them is. I know what still remains to this day a popular top 10 what top 10 smells oh i see that yeah Austria. i remember that. the musty water smell i'm telling you it's a thing the only thing i remember i remember we
2: interpreted that totally differently and you it wouldn't be the first I, and time I, and, and certainly will, wasn't the last i will give you your kudos you hit the home runs on that one because i was going like i remember like you know the cinnamon smell and and uh uh, what's that Mickey the fill our magic and you know the Evergreens and Soar and you're going like you know Musty Smell and Pirates and the Cat Urine Smell and the Monorail and all this <laughs> and what? all that and all those <laughs> and all those things and, and I realized afterwards yeah that's probably kind of what we should have that's what I was going for see now I try to go for the not so obvious ones listen and I, you know and, what a bunt is just and, as and as that's a why hit. you stare at me <laughs> a walk
1: a walk is. Just <laughs> a, you're going with what <laughs> well, I was uh, i was not so impressed at how you did this with no notes in front of me today. Wasn't that good? Yeah, you caught up eventually. Just as we were finishing up, you really started to hit your stride. You so did. Good you. Can I
2: tell people you were on your phone Googling the whole time? While I, I- wasn't
1: Googling. I had notes. Uh- Look, they're notes. I I live on Evernote, okay. man. I I, I, I prepared. Notes? You did not yeah. have notes because you sprung this on You were disc- your head was swiveling like like Linda Blair on The Exorcist, uh, I was man. Looking but it,
2: for something. I there's a there's this mouse gear store. Can I talk about that? No. There's there's like I said, there's trampolines above my head. Can I talk about that? I'm looking. At, am I am I right now, Lou Mangello? Am I staring at the uh, ex- at the Siemens Lounge? Yes. The yeah, big the, go- the big golf balls. Yeah. No, that like that's the lounge in there, right? Uh, Go there, people. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. You can't.
1: But go there anyway. Anyway, all right. Believe it or not, I'm going to have you back (laughs) on this show. I I don't know why, but we're going to have you back on again because I I couldn't. I couldn't do top tens without. I mean, I I could, and I I probably. I'm going to have to do a top ten without you when it comes to food because all you're going to talk about is the fried rice in China. Well, I'm sorry, the Kong Pao chicken.
2: Yeah, but you can get that five different ways, so I'm covered.
1: Chicken, shrimp, spicy mile. I'm good. Bring you're on. such a diverse, you're such a, a wide spectrum of culinary delights.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not
1: called World Showcase for nothing. <laughs> Timmy Foster, ladies and gentlemen, give it up. And Money in Future World is doing golf claps as we speak. Do you think the guy wearing the sombrero by the popcorn cart is going to regret that when he gets home? For real? <laughs> over It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details in what you see and, like this week, in what you hear. You can then enter via email for a chance to win a Disney Prize package. And before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So, last week was about what you hear in the queues or the attractions in Walt Disney World, and the quote that I gave you was, okay, but can we stop at a mini-mart or something and get some snacks? And I asked you to identify where in Walt Disney World you could hear that. Again, thanks to the hundreds of you that entered. You obviously knew. We're talking about Epcot Center this week, so it's appropriate that that came from Ellen, by Ellen, at Ellen's Energy Adventure. I randomly selected one winner from all the correct email entries, and you were playing for a prize package that includes All six of my virtual audio walking tours of the park, which you can find over at www.radio.com or iTunes. A copy of my 102 ways to save money for an At Walt Disney World book. And a very special, exclusive, limited edition D23 Destination D Magic Band. And our winner, randomly selected from last week's entries, is... Jerry E. So, Jerry, congratulations. Please send me your address. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, I'm going to stay in Epcot Center this week because I love that park and I love some of the classic attractions. For example, Spaceship Earth. And throughout the attraction, as you pass through the history of communication, On the right-hand side of your time vehicle, right after you pass the telegraph scene, you're going to see a cinema. And your question this week is this. Tell me, what athlete is featured in the newsreel celebrating a milestone athletic achievement? All I need is his or her name. You don't even need to tell me what the achievement really is. You have until Sunday, December 14th at 11.59pm to email your answer to contest at www.radio.com. Again, you're playing for all the audio tours, a copy of my 102 Ways to Save Money for an at-Walt Disney World book, which you can get on Amazon.com, by the way, and a mystery gift for the holidays. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I also want to say thanks to everybody who's rated and reviewed my new 102 Ways to Save Money for an At Walt Disney World book. By the way, it makes a great holiday gift, including Lindsay Sullivan and Dana Malloy. You can find out more and order the book by visiting Disney102.com. Also, don't forget that in addition to the podcast, which you can find and subscribe to over in iTunes, please come by every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for WDW Radio Live. It's a live, interactive video broadcast and chat where we spend some time chatting with you about this week's Walt Disney World news. Then stay, ask me anything in the lightning round and just chat with others in the chat room. Again, that's every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WDWRadioLive.com. Visit the website at www.radio.com for our blog, videos, newsletter, mobile app, community, and lots more. You can follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello. Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello is my personal profile. You can follow me there or visit the WW Radio Facebook page at Facebook.com slash yougotitwdwradio. If you have a question you want answered on the air, you can email me, lou at wdwradio.com or call the voicemail 407-407. 900-9391 or just click the Leave Lou a voicemail button in the show notes or on the right hand side of the page at www.radio.com As much as I love connecting with you online nothing beats a handshake and a hug which is why I do Meet of the Month every month in Walt Disney World Our next one and last one of the year is going to be Saturday, December 20th at the Contempo Ca- Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort We'll meet there at 11 a.m., Anyone and everyone is invited, so come by yourself, bring the family, say hi, grab something to eat, whatever it may be. would love to see you and uh, celebrate the holidays with you before the end of the year. You can find out more by visiting the events page at www.radio.com or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash www.radio. I have more events planned, lots of things planned for 2015, including a surprise that I'm planning on launching right after the first of the year. We'll also have everything from our WW Radio 8 year anniversary celebration D23 Expo and a few other things that I'm working on also visit Lumonjello.com. you can find out where I'll be speaking at other sort of non-Disney things entrepreneurship podcasting new and social media and if you want to book me to speak at your conference to your business or at your school again visit Lumonjello.com. Big thanks, as always, to MouseFan Travel. They are my official and recommended travel provider. It's who I've been using for almost 10 years now. Because of the level of service they give, I know that I'm going to get the best price, all available discounts. More importantly, it's the level of service that they give that really is a distinction at no additional cost to you. You can visit them at mousefantravel.com. And like Tim said, get Celebrations Press Magazine delivered to you every other month by visiting celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, I promise you, and all I ask is that if you like the show please help spread the word let others know about it, let your friends know tweet out that you're listening, share links over on Facebook, ask and answer me questions on Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest and please, most importantly please go and rate and review the show over in iTunes we have almost 900 reviews, would love to get a thousand five star reviews, I want to thank Pegleg Patrick, all the way from the UK, Disney Fan 1974 Son of Zod, love it Brett Bolden Phil W1945, Aussie Disney fan, obviously from Australia, and with glowing hearts from Canada for leaving your most recent reviews over on iTunes. And to make it easy, if you go to www.radio.com slash review, that'll take you right over to iTunes. We can leave a review there. And finally, and most importantly, I am more grateful to you than ever for allowing me to do what I do each and every day and share it with you. And knowing that that leap of faith that I took So long ago was so, so very worth it. And I want you to do the same thing and understand that any type of progress, right, is going to involve some type of risk. So you can't steal second base with your foot sort of locked on first. So take that step, however small it may be, and always have faith and keep moving forward. I hope you have a fantastic week this week. So until next time, see ya.
0: Victor giving you a call from the Philadelphia area. I had a long-time listener to your uh, podcast. It's great. I got a short, little, to commute to the city, about 25 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, you know, one way. And uh, it, it, it helps time pass. But anyways, to the point, um, my, you know, this is a response going for the question of what park is best when you're going solo. What I would do, I would go to Magic Kingdom. I know you're going alone, you know. I know the, I know the kid's are going alone, so, you know, you'd want to have your phone on you. But what I'm trying to get at, too, is, 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 is disregard everything. Shut the phone off. Put it in your pocket. Keep it on, maybe in case your parents call you. I don't want anyone going crazy. But don't touch the phone. Don't take pictures. Be by yourself. No one's going to be there to call your name, to ask you questions. To, to to tell you, hey, we're going here, let's go here, we're going to go eat here, eat it here, Okay, hey, we're going to go to this ride, come eat it. Go and walk, take it all in, check out, like, you know, I agree with Lou, check out the milk and candies, be a part of it, sit down, smell it, walk around, fill it, you know. This is your time to be there with yourself. And I'm telling you right now, when you're not there taking pictures or answering people's questions or following around with people and doing it, that's when you're going to take it in the most. You know what I mean? And I, and I think it's an amazing thing that you're going to do that. Uh, and my wife and I go every year. It's been about seven consecutive years now. So it's just a great time. And, uh, you know, when the, when the kids come in the future here, God willing, that's where we'll bring them as well. So, but nonetheless, take it all in, buddy. Shut the phone off or keep it in your pocket and just, just, just take it all in and, 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 and fly solo, my man. Be safe. Lou, it's always a pleasure, buddy. Take it easy. Hi, Lou.
3: My name is Casey. I am a Disney cast member currently in the process of relocating from frigid Minnesota to the lovely sunny Florida. I am so excited. I was going to give my two cents regarding your recent episode in which Ben from Canada asked which park would be the best to explore. And I have to go with you guys and say Magic Kingdom. I learned so much uh, walking up and down Main Street and looking at each of the windows, uh, taking your book. Um and walking around and seeing all the things that I had never even known existed. Also, maybe taking a hidden Mickey book and spotting the hidden Mickeys. Those are all wonderful things to do on your own. Uh, sometimes, you know, it, it can be hard to go with a big group because everyone wants to go here and there and everywhere. And I have to say that I spent an entire day open to close Magic Kingdom by myself, and it was honestly the most memorable experience. So thank you guys so much for doing the show. You and Becky are always doing a wonderful job. Again, I'm relocating from frigid Minnesota down to Florida in less than a month, and I cannot wait to wait to make Walt Disney World my home again. So again, thank you guys for so much all that you do, and uh, have a magical day. Hello, Lou Mangello, w j w Radio Group, WGW Box People, and the WDW Radio Disney Alaska Cruisers. We are now under 175 days to our Disney Wonder Alaska cruise. I am extremely excited about this upcoming trip. We are going to have a blast on getting ready to hopefully have a slightly white Christmas, not a fully white Christmas. We've had enough snow here in Buffalo, so... Oh, well, we're supposed to get another foot maybe the next couple days. We'll see if it lingers around for the next couple weeks for Christmas, which would be perfect. Have a magical, wonderful week, and I will talk to you real soon. Bye. You've got a friend in me.
0: Yes. Yeah.